Now, my next guest is one who believes that having your heart broken can actually be a good thing. Her new book, Love in a Time of Broken Heart, is out now. Welcome to the Weekend Blend Studio, the beautifully named Benig Mojé. Benig, thank you very much for coming in. Your book is fascinating. Now, let's start with your name first. Where did you get a name like that? Well, that's uh, my parents are Bretons, so um, it's French or Breton, okay. if you like. And uh, but I was born in Ireland, so let's say I'm a very Irish Breton Celtic girl. <laughs> Excellent, Celtic through and through. Yes. Now you call yourself a Jungian psychotherapist. What is that? Well, it's basically, it just means I'm a therapist, but I uh, work along the lines of, 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 of Jung, Carl Jung. And uh, that work, if you, if you want a differentiation from other forms of therapy, it's basically quite a spiritual approach. It's quite, um, it's much more talking about, uh, you know, the soul and where uh, the person wants to go. And uh, rather than dealing with, um, uh, you know, the awful things that happened in childhood, though a, that, that's involved as well. Okay. But it's very growth orientated, very personal growth orientated. And moving forward instead yes. of rehashing all the old stuff. Yeah, unless it's necessary. Okay. Mm. Now the book, it's called Love in a Time of Broken Heart. I'm, I suppose having read it, and some of it's kind of disturbing and upsetting because there's lots of nitty itty gritty bits that you have to be working on. But what struck me was about yourself, mm-hmm. that you have two broken relationships behind you. Mm-hmm. More, and, more. Oh, dear, oh dearie me. Okay. <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, if Benig can't get it right, sure, what hope is there for the rest of us? Yes. Well, this book is really, I I uh, hope, it's really a message of hope for people. It's more about the, you know, the positive elements involved in, in heartbreak, how heartbreak can actually take us to a very deep place. It can take us very much into a spiritual journey. And also um, it looks at, when you say disturbing, I presume you mean that it, it's looking at how we have to go back to see how we related in yes. the first instance to our parents. Absolutely. But that, that is empowering because we can see, we can see patterns and we can think to ourselves well how is it that you know i um, attract the same people into my life all over again every time and the same problems happen so that's empowering because it gets us to be able to uh, uh, see those patterns and to make choices and say okay well i'm not that abandoned little girl anymore you know i am an adult woman and i feel abandonment easily therefore maybe that compromises me in relationships can you go back to the parent connection explain that because that's yeah. fascinating yeah well basically if you think about it claire our first relationship is with our mothers that's the first love relationship we have so how we attach to our mothers um, and later on our fathers gives uh, an imprint it gives a model for all future relationships so if we've experienced you know very little bonding which, in fairness, most of us never get it right. Never, none of us have perfect parents. We have normal parents, and we're parents. You and I have children, so indeed, um, <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> it's it's really about. And the other thing, in a Jungian sense, that's interesting is our first image of uh, our of a man. And for a boy, the first image of a woman that he internalizes is his mother. And for us, it's our father. So we build up an expectation in our lives of what a man is based on our fathers. Mm. We don't realize we do it, but it's, it's part of growing up, but they're role models. So when our parents are role models, we tend to internalize that. And then um, if, if we, let's say, for example, if, we've, uh, if our fathers haven't been around and we uh, experience a loss of him, 
we'll be all the time looking for that element in, in a male partner later on. So we're acting out patterns yes. in our lives. There's another part of the book that I found fascinating because it goes back to another book that you wrote a few years ago called Songs from the Womb. Mm. And this is all about the birthing process. And one of the bits I thought that was not peculiar, but I thought, gosh, there's a lot of people out there that'll need a lot of help is you talk about how the birthing process has a profound effect on the baby and future issues. Mm-hmm. And when you consider that most births in Ireland are hospitalised um, and are interventionist, would that not make that whole area problematical for people? It, it, it impinges on it, certainly. I mean, the point is that there's no, uh, th- this is, there's no ideal. You know, this is an, the ideal is that you'd have the baby at home yes. and you would have a no interference in As the I bonding. As I did, by the way, have to I get know. the old plug in I there. Know, I know, I'm a natural birth person. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, but uh, th- in the ideal that there'd be no interference in the bonding process. But this book is really takes us beyond that because the point is we're much more than just our initial wounds. It's 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 looking at uh, the perspective of of soul growth. You see, you see, you, you you draw experiences and people into your lives that are to help you to grow and overcome those wounds. So yes, um, you know, as you know, I w- was very in the field of uh, you know politicizing the whole thing about uh, changing the way babies are born and everything. But at the same time, uh, if we move beyond that, it's looking at ways of how you heal those wounds and how you know you needn't let them totally ruin your life. So on to relationships, okay? So uh, let's hypothetically take a situation where you're in a bad marriage, and then it would mean that you're with that person. So that person can teach you certain lessons about yourself? You teach each other. For example, the issues that are... Okay, first of all, you're drawn to somebody who reflects part of you. This is the soul perspective. At the heart of every love affair is a vision of wholeness. Because when you're with that person, you love them, they love you, you feel whole and complete. Okay, but when there are differences that come up or issues, they're teaching you, they're a reflection of something that's in you as well and, and vice versa. So with each each uh, relationship that you have, if, if you think about it, I remember myself coming home in the car one day. I drive down to Connemara quite a bit as I have a home there and thinking about my lost relationships. And I thought about how in each one I learned something about myself. You, so know. you don't see them as failures then, do you? No, you don't. And I think this, this book is very much about how to mend that. People can feel failures, but yeah. no, absolutely not. Don't see them as failures at all. Yes, they, they could be failures if you are um, unwilling to do the work and you keep repeating the same old thing all the time and you don't say, listen here, okay, I'm going away, I'm going to think about this and how might I have taken part in this scenario? Can you get help to do that work? How do you mean? Well, are you suggesting that you analyse and uh, work out yourself where the pitfalls were? I think you can do it. The book has lots of stories, as you know, and it has a myth, the myth of of Amor and Psyche, which is very much about a woman's journey through heartbreak. Um, I think that uh, a lot of people can do the work, but sometimes uh, they might get help a little bit to work through it with a therapist, but it's not like a... um, a, a huge difficult thing but but it basically means somehow having yourself reflected in someone else so a therapist is a good idea for a while
while. Okay. But there are, and the book has sort of a whole chapter, as you know, on um, things to do and not do. Like, you know, of course, when your heart is broken, go into nature, do this, do that. Yes, and you have guidelines. But I'm just wondering if someone is a serial breaker upper and <laughs> um, a serial divorce person, it means they're not doing their own work. Yeah, it also means that at some level, you know, it also means at some level they, they don't want a relationship. There's something about it. They don't want to go the distance or they're scared. What's go the biggest, the distance. Uh, biggest things that you've learned through your situations yourself that you want to share with us? Uh, I'd say that uh, um, I think what I've learned is that when uh, when you experience heartbreak, really deep heartbreak, um, it, it's actually a challenge to come to uh, to know yourself. And uh, th- there's also a great, um, what have I learned? That I suppose that that love is eternal. It's the strongest motivator of human existence. Everybody um, has had or will have or, you know, may experience a broken heart at some point. And that it's part of nature and it helps us to grow. I think that's what I've learned. And what's the biggest difference between love for a child and love for a partner, would you say? I think love for a child is more inclined to be unconditional. Yeah, you love your kid whether they're bold or not. Um, love with a partner, you have more difficulty being unconditioned. Listen, I love you if you don't do this to me. <laughs> you know, it's harder. We're human beings. Now, this book, you're taking the book to America. Mm-hmm. Great step. What's that all about and where will you be going there? I'm speaking at a major conference on science and consciousness in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And uh, it's Bad a huge place, conference. Yeah. yeah. And I'm speaking, I'm making a presentation on um, on the empowered heart, heartbreak and the transformation of consciousness and all of this. Anyway, so the then I'm doing a little tour and bringing the book to various places and hoping to interest people over there. Well, Benig, I'm sure there's going to be huge interest in it. I've very much enjoyed reading it. Thank you very much for coming into studio today. And that's the author of Love in a Time of Broken Heart.